Hello, and welcome to another episode of We Have a Microphone. Uh, insert joke about microphone here. Uh, I'm Hampton. I'm Michael. And today we're joined by... No one. Oh, right. We're so alone. <laughs> it's just um, us. Yeah. So uh, we'll get lots of different perspectives from us. Yep. Uh, we can talk about new, exciting things about us. Yep. Uh, It'll be pretty one-sided. Or two-sided. Two well, yeah, it's two-sided, but we spend so much time together that, like... I think I think it's just one sided. Pretty much at this point, um, we're we're two people who have one life experience. Yeah. So I'm going to. Get oh yeah, started. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get us uh, a drink. Yeah, and Hampton can entertain you. Editing. Anyhow, speaking of editing, recently we were on the Illusionist podcast. Uh, which is pretty exciting, with Helen Zaltzman, who did a great job editing to make us sound much smarter than we sound on this podcast. Um, actually, it made me realize how dumb we must sound on this podcast, because uh, when we talk about stupid stuff. Um, but, I mean, we, we are as nerdy as we were in that podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. It's called uh, The Fix Part 2, I think, something like that. Uh, and if you haven't listened before, this is the part where Michael is making us a cocktail. Um, this podcast is unedited uh unplanned and it's basically the you know the whole idea of this podcast was we just wanted to do something that was kind of like if you're in our house hanging out with us um because like you know like the illusionist is a great podcast very informative but you know it's not like hanging out with somebody that's like a different class of, of podcasts uh one that like it takes a lot less work to do this kind of podcast <laughs> Ooh, I see Michael has frosted glasses this time. You know, that little plan to, to get those cold. Um, oh, you're using a strainer. Sorry, I'm very excited over here. You you don't get to drink this drink, nor can you see it. So, hashtag oh, really good radio. I can't take a photo. Yeah, yeah, you used to. I got pretty bad about that. Um, anyhow, yeah, so we were on uh, The Illusionist talking about linguistics and stuff, which is something we're... Wait, well, it's something we're passionate about, but a friend the other day was like, oh, you know, I know you're really into linguistics. And I was like, well, I mean, actually not really. And they were like, what do you mean? Like, your company does linguistics. You were just on a linguistics podcast. You can talk about it a lot. And I was like, oh, no, no, but I'm nerdy about everything. <laughs> like, we both are. So pretty much any topic. I feel like we could do a nerdy, like, I could have done a company on trains yeah. You know, just start a train line. I think that's the thing people are still doing. Driving golden spikes into things. Oop. We are oh. almost ready. It's almost ready? It's almost ready. That is exciting. Just need to add the garnish. Oh, oh okay. Um, but yeah, I'm like, uh, we are nerdy about linguistics, I guess, but no more than any other subject. What are we not nerdy about? Sports. Sports? Um, not nerdy about that. We're not nerdy about sports. We're not nerdy about. I'm not that nerdy about fashion. No, no, we're not nerdy about fashion. Yeah, I guess. Well, then again, we were watching a TV show tonight, and I kept being like, "That dress is amazing." It's not the same as nerdy, though. I guess. I'll take that one. Thank you. Ooh, this looks like grapefruit. It is grapefruit. Ooh. Okay, so one, two, three, and, and cheers. cheers. Have a sip. These are so quiet when we just ding them. Ding! Mmm. 
So is a lovely. I like that. Uh, oh, that's lo that is nice. There you go. What is this drink called, Michael? So this drink is a, called a fuck in the navel. A fuck in the navel. Uh, I'm taking a photo of it now, so everyone can appreciate it later on. Um, it is uh, two ounces of bourbon bullet, two ounces of lillet, um, about an ounce of grapefruit juice, Ooh, maybe just a little over, yeah. and half an uh, and sorry, a quarter of an ounce of honey simple syrup. Nice. And a, oh, a dash of Angostura. And you just invented this, right? I just invented this, inspired a lot by the third rail at the third rail bar that we often talk about, mm -hmm. but with a different. Um, we have a microphone group. sponsored by third right, rail. Pretty much. Um, so this, uh, I guess, I should explain the name as well. Um, so I guess you should. Big linguistic news. Um, obviously, a lot of people, hopefully, will be listening after hearing about us on the Illusionist. Um, so big news this week in terms of linguistics, uh, the oldest use of the word fuck, um, has now oh. been discovered. So we used to think it was, I think it was around the 1500s-ish, uh, in the margins of some book was fuck the abbot, um, was the oldest we'd seen. And then recently yeah. they've- And we're not going to research to cite this properly. No, no. Just, like, no, that would be, go listen to The Illusionist if you right. want, like- <laughs> Things that, so we actually looked it up. But I, there was, there's this incredible thing. It's like a court case um, they found from like the 1300s, and there's the defendant or something is called, you know, Henry fucking the navel. Um, and they don't really know why it looks like some sort of nickname. Um, maybe because he's an idiot, because he tries to, you know, doesn't know where to quite put it. Um, so, euphemistically. Euphemistically. Um, so that's an honor of that gentleman, that poor gentleman. Um, I've decided to call this fuck in the navel. Hmm. There you go. He's so dumb that his insulting name has lasted through the centuries. Indeed. Wow. That's um, a good story. So you've named it after a guy name. from the 13th century. Tw uh, 14th century. 14th, sorry. 1300s. Right, 13, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um... So, what else is new? Um, well, the Emmys are coming up soon, this yeah, weekend. That's a Michael segue. That is a Michael segue. Wait, did you have anything more to say about no, fucking can, in the navel? No, you can do that. Okay. No. Um, the Emmys are coming up, which is very exciting. Um, my pool is open until Saturday at midnight. Um, lots so of chlorine in the pool. Lots of chlorine. Very clean. Very clean. Um, you mean a gambling pool? A gambling pool. Um, is that legal, Michael? It is totally legal as long as it's private and invite only. It's true. So it is invite only, and you can email me or tweet at me right. if you want. A at Malrays. At Malrays or Malrays at gmail.com. Hmm. Um, if you're interested you. for uh, $10, join in with us. And you should. Fun it's little friendly be game. Amazing. Between our listeners. Will uh, John Hamm win for his last season of Mad Men? Who knows? Will. Um, What's his name? I'm trying to look him up. Uh, Titus Burgess win for the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt for uh, Pinot Noir, mid-sized car. Myanmar. So I do have to say, you've built a pretty cool app for this. Because like, like during the show, it updates with live scores. So as people win, your score goes up and down. So you can like, you know, and we all know each other, mm -hmm. most of us. So it's kind of fun to be like, oh, look, uh, Hampton's winning, which is what will happen. No, I don't I, think so. I am going to win this Emmy's <laughs> I am so confident. I'm very, very skeptical. Yeah? Yep. Why? 
Just, did my research. Yeah, well, other people can do research too, Hampton. Mm-hmm. What if there's a tie? That's fine. Okay, I'll split the money. Yeah. Have you written the, Have you written the rules down for that? I have actually. It's whoever gets first place, and then if there's a tie, it's whoever put their ballot in first. And well, I think you got in pretty. I was pretty the second ballot, actually. and we didn't put in the same stuff. So yeah, there you go. Yes. Anyhow, uh, wait. So who else are at Frammies? What's oh. Who are the big Emmy, okay. who are the big Emmy noms this year? Emmy noms, nom 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 nom. nom. Um, so I'd say uh, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Louis Dreyfus or Louis Dreyfus, Louis Dreyfus, Louis Dreyfus, uh, is nominated again for lead actress for Veep. She's won the past three years, I believe. So that would be a no surprise win. Mm. Um, uh, Who is she up against? So she's up against Edie Falco for Nurse Jackie, who always uh-huh. seems to be up. I've never watched that, yeah, no. but I hear good things. Uh, Lisa Kudrow, so the comeback had its second season. comeback. Yeah. Um, we watched most of the first season and really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy Poehler for the last season of Parks and Rec, so that would be a, that'd be a nice popular vote. Uh, Amy Schumer for Inside mm. Amy Schumer. And then Lily Tomlin for Netflix's Grace and Frankie, which I haven't seen, but again... All our gay friends say it's pretty good. So, <laughs> um, so Michael, I have a question. You, what do we say to our listeners who are like, I don't watch TV, you know? Well, like, I say to you, just pick randomly, and it's still fun. No. No? I tell okay. them to fuck off. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, the other friends. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I just think it was like, oh, you know, we're going to have, especially after a linguistics podcast, like we're going to have listeners that are like, I don't like TV or something. But TV's so awesome. Yeah. And then, oh, well, my favorite is when people are like, I don't watch TV. And I'm like, oh, really? You haven't seen... Oh, no, I mean, I watch Game of Thrones. Like, I don't know, I've got Netflix. Like, oh, yeah, I watch... I, I stream stuff. I'm like, wait, you watch TV then? Yeah, like, do you only watch feature-length films or read, like, yeah. romance novels? I don't know. I was... <laughs> I was trying to think, like... Okay, I don't it, even know what that was. Well, look, okay, what if you really don't watch movies or TV? Or TV. Right, you kind of live in an ascetic lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's fine. I don't know where we would have become friends, though. I was thinking you must be... We have listeners that aren't friends, Michael. Oh, right, sorry. We have 300 people who listen, and... None of them are ascetics? None of them are... I mean, not. we don't know that many people. Maybe the only culture they get is from podcasts. Maybe, maybe, maybe they could just listen to podcasts. Maybe we're doing them a service by explaining what's going on in the wider world. Hmm. Or maybe they don't care. I guess you listen to music. Yeah. I guess. Well, I was thinking you could read, but then I was like, you ha- everyone has to exercise their demons of trashiness in one way or another. Oh, so you're saying if you're if you're too good for TV, yeah. you'd You're not read sitting there reading Faulkner. The right? latest Clive Cussler. Yeah, you're just like yeah, reading probably. trashy. So you gotta entertain your well that or you're just really not fun i don't know if maybe you're walking a lot i don't know hang out with walking is cool i guess i don't know i, I mean know. I, I, we do a lot of walking i don't mean to That's knock true. any of these things so we do all these things we read good books we read trashy books we watch t- good tv we watch bad tv we watch yeah. good movies we watch bad movies true. we do a lot of walking we do a lot of sitting we don't do sports though we don't do sports now there you go but walking's like a sport I, I play esports. Esports. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It was the closest I ever got to getting a trivia question wrong. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, no, I did get. I got uh, into a right, debate right. with a quizmaster. 
our what, friend what was it it was like esports versus oh he put video games uh, so it was like right. somebody got a what a school oh, just recently yeah. gave out scholarships for what and then i put down esports which is the name of the stupid scholarship um and then he marked it wrong and said it was video games and i'm like that's freaking esports mm-hmm. and then i even like looked up the wikipedia article and i'm like look it's called esports um i don't even actually do well yeah. i don't know i'll watch twitch and i think this has just proved that you don't actually have to watch tv to be a fun person <laughs> like that one time i got into an argument with a quiz master yeah <laughs> whatever it's true you can just screw right off okay um other big news in the catlin household we have a sous vide machine that is it's sitting right there um looking like a robot in a plastic tub yep i don't know if people know sous vide it's a cool way of cooking things you basically put them in like a ziploc bag in warm water for a long time mm-hmm. and it cooks it and it doesn't dry out and it has a really nice tender texture uh, um, sous vide in french means pig sing so like sui feed <laughs> means to to see uh so, do you actually know what it means uh actually i don't it Is means bath? underwater i believe yeah i think i thought you knew french michael well i'm pretty sure oh under vacuum i should have got that interesting i got the under bit yeah so it's um, basically if people yeah it's like there's this little circulator mm. it's like a little water pump yeah like in an aquarium yeah like in an aquarium that heats the water to a very particular temperature and then you you can do it like uh in a like stove top like pot or whatever yeah you do a big pot yeah like a big water and you put this thing on the side and you don't turn on the heat under it it just kind of like has a heat electric element inside of it um we get one that we get like a plastic tub so it looks like a kitchen it's like kind of kitchen size or like professional kitchen size um it wasn't that expensive it was like 150 or something i mean it's not it's a lot cheaper than an oven Um, that's true and yeah so basically you put like food you put meats and stuff in it and you put them in like ziploc bags and then you put them in the water and the water is at a very low temperature mm-hmm. not very low but sorry very low for cooking and then you leave it for well it depends on the thing but it can be a really long time so things you'd slow cook you like super slow cook them um so you can do like a pork shoulder and put it in for 24 hours and it's basically just barely cooking it mm-hmm. and then when you take it out it's fully cooked and just like stupidly tender Yep. Um, which we had a friend, uh, Blake, make us steaks in his sous vide machine. And I knew about them from restaurants because a lot of fancy restaurants, that's how they make the things that you eat that you're like, this is so good, it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that sous vide. So uh, we got one. I mean, it's pretty, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, that's very good. I'm looking forward to making sous vide eggs. So you can almost kind of dry poach, I suppose, them. Yeah. Um, and they get a really silky, really nice texture. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Is that our dessert tonight? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, I guess you could do like a custard. You can yeah, put you sugar. Can do, yeah. Is that how you make custard? You just make, make sugar eggs and, eggs and sugar. Right? I think you need cream in a custard, don't you? But I think this would be delicious. Eggs and sugar? I guess that's like a cake or a meringue. That's a meringue. Yeah, but not dried out. Yeah. That's it would be like, um, it sounds both gross and delicious. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. We could try it. Let's, yeah. let's see. We might die. This might say, be the last thing we ever If you never do. hear from us again, we died from mixing eggs and sugar in and a sous vide machine. 
yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good times. Yeah. What's, um, what's editing? I don't know. You know, every time I think about editing the show, uh, I then just get a wave of laziness. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's podcast verite. Mm-hmm. So we're only as smart as we actually can be on here. We sound way smarter on The Illusionist because, you know, we talk for like 15 minutes and Helen Lake pulls out every little snippet of snippet nugget thing of gold. And it, like edits out the ums and being an idiot. Yeah. Um, I wish we could have her on the podcast here, but hmm. maybe next time she's in San Francisco. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, this is the part where Michael and I just stare at each other. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You, you have I'm no idea. I'm in love with you. Intense. So it was just my, like, Aww. those are my long eyes. This, nice. <laughs> this is that intense. My dead uh, long eyes. Long intense eyes. stare that you can't. Um... Oh, did you see Snapchat came out with new filters today? That was pretty exciting. Um, I still can't log in. Uh, Hampton tried to log into Snapchat and he couldn't. So he's missing out on all my really cool snaps. Which... Wait, what, what do they look like? Okay, so one of them, you turn into some kind of... Um, you know Leviathan in Supernatural? Oh, obviously, every listener every has listener watched the knows. TV show Supernatural. I, yeah, yeah. So, so there's this creepy thing who kind of... Uh, it's like got a, like a black face and then like a duck eyes or something yeah. and then that crossed with the vampire teeth and the vampire teeth in supernatural are kind of long 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 toothpicky almost teeth um so it turns you into that monster there's another one that like widens your eyes like one of those um japanese uh instant photo booth things and uh makes you vomit rainbows which is pretty cool um there's one that turns you into like a like googly eyed thing Anyway, uh, that's my rundown of Snapchat's latest filters. Huh. Um, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to log into Snapchat still. Yeah. Okay. Well, that 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 can remain for later. <laughs> no, it can't, Michael. Um. Okay. So while Hampton's doing that, I can talk about some um other Emmy stuff if that's um, yeah exciting. Um, so they, they, they re-changed, they changed the rules recently to, to make it clearer what's a drama and what's a comedy, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, cause now Orange is the New Black is definitely a drama. I think mostly because it's 40 minutes long, hmm. which I find kind of weird. Um, so previously Orange is the New Black was, I believe in the comedy category, which is, you know, I don't I think know. it's more of a comedy. I'd say it is too. I mean, it's pretty serious, but right. you know, um, but it's in drama now, because um, it's 40 minutes. Maybe dramedy should be new. Yeah. And I also think they changed something to do with what, a lim- what counts as a limited series. Um, because, I mean, uh, none of the... I don't even know what that means. Well, so Fargo and um, True Detective are not up this year. Um, those were on the previous years. Um, but... It's like, is Fargo a limited series or is it a mini, like a mini series type thing, or is it a drama series? Because the plot changes each time, so blah blah blah. Um, an American Horror Story counts as a limited series, which is kind of weird. Um, cool. Yeah. That's a. So well, sorry. I'm done with those you were fucking plodding around on Snapchat. So. Yeah. And you were discussing so the your... technical details. Well, I think it, I think it's kind of interesting. Well. Our two listeners left agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, 
What do you so, want to talk about? Well, we could talk about, we could talk about how our company's doing. People love sure. hearing corporate updates. Corporate updates. From our, <laughs> the the two of us are the corporation. Yeah. Plus Justin. Who wait, we didn't do a podcast with Justin, did we? Oh no. Yeah. We were pretty busy. So uh Justin, our um co-worker, is uh was in town for three days in San Francisco. And I guess we were pretty busy. We did a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like we had our three day San Francisco trip pretty much nailed down. We yeah. we did pretty awesomely. Yes. We did one night uh in the mission, so doing like Trick Dog, um I think we did foreign cinema um and yeah. kind of like saw the mission one night we did kind of fancy stuff so we went to the top of the mark um we went to the tonga room and then we did uh private room karaoke which is pretty awesome and then uh the last day we rented a car and did like muir woods we went to through golden gate park so i hate ashbury so the alamo square <laughs> that's it um yeah so i feel like we checked off pretty much every cool thing yeah. Um, but yeah, so but we didn't have time to do a podcast. Employee number one for Wordside came to visit, mm-hmm. and uh, work on a new iPhone app. We're pretty excited about. Mm-hmm. We're working our butts off. That's what we do yeah. all day. It's we, coming we together. Work from really our well. house right here in Wordset World Headquarters. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's basically like a collaborative dictionary, and people are like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Because somebody has to do it," which is mm-hmm. basically our business model. Pretty much. Yeah, like, how does this not exist? So we should do it. Um, so if you want to help out, come check out WordSet. Uh, oh, yeah, we could talk about uh, UK election stuff. Oh, right. Uh, with Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. Corbyn. Corbyn. The problem with only reading news, because, you know, we don't yeah. really watch news, is I have no idea how to pronounce his surname. So basically the uh, socialist, or slightly leftist party... <laughs> uh, the British Democrats, exactly. Labour, just uh, Ed Miliband, who'd previously been the. They're not in leader. power, by the way. Yeah, um, they lost this most recent election, and so the leader of the opposition, which is a big deal. Like we were trying to think of an example in the US of what this is, but there's nothing really. Um, no. So he stepped down the previous one, and so there's been this leadership election, and it's uh, like the guy who would be prime minister if the party won. Party won. Um, yeah, so he's like way more left than the mm-hmm. previous people. So ever since Tony Blair, it's been a pretty mm-hmm. conservative party, relatively. And uh, yeah, so this uh, super socialist guy one, which is kind of exciting to watch. Yeah, it really so, is. It's like if Bernie Sanders won in the U.S. Exactly. Um, or won the the nomination. The nomination. Yeah, yeah, it's more like you're the nominated to maybe run. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, it's been interesting seeing the um, uh, the uh, his kind of rise as a you know a contender and blah blah blah, um, and it's been interesting seeing his policies, which I find on the whole I'm pretty behind. But then there's a couple where I am less um, I don't know certain. Like what? I mean, the main one is so he seems to be pretty um, kind of. So, so there's a party in the UK called the Green Party, which is very um, anti-science. I want to say. Um, I think that's fair. And so, I, from what I've seen, he, he he's you know a little bit anti-science, which I'm not as keen on. 
And it's pretty much the only reason I wouldn't vote for the Green Party in the UK, which is sad. Um, but yeah, and he wants to ban the import of foie gras into the UK, which I don't agree with. <laughs> like California. Like did, California, but California did. overturned it. So. <laughs> Thanks to the Constitution. Well, oh, it was constitutional? Yeah. Oh. Because it was interstate trade. Uh, yeah, I wonder if that would go against the EU laws or whatever. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Um anyway. Anyway, but yeah, so this this um yeah, the the leadership thing has been pretty interesting. Um interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. Um cuz yeah, I mean, obviously the Conservative Party in the UK is left of the Democrats in the US. Um and like but yeah, I always I always like to watch politics as like a symphony, like things wash back and forth and like how they move. I always find it really interesting. Um, and uh, David Cameron tweeted that Labour is now a oh right a, a threat th- to national security. <laughs> yeah, as a, which is a little over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if Obama tweeted that Trump is a threat to national security, yeah, uh, I just think it's a little unprofessional. Yeah, you're like. You might, you could be right. Yeah. But, like, that's not, you're not supposed to be in this. Yeah. It's like, a little bit tacky. Yeah. Especially throughout the, uh, I don't know. But then Obama apparently called uh, Republicans un-American today for the immigration <gasps> stuff. Really? That's yeah. interesting. He said that those, uh, Trump's immigration stance was uh, un-American. Uh, so, I guess, uh, so the, the next Republican debate is, well, if you're listening to this on the day it's released, tonight... Um, I'm quite interested in this. It's I saw the second that debate. Second debate. Uh, ben Carson has pulled pretty much even with Trump. I saw um, in the polls. Oh, which by the way, we're gonna have lots of listeners in the future who are just like think this is hilarious. And weird. Yeah, because they already know what's gonna happen. Michael. I know. We don't. It's either really quaint that we're talking about them like they're real contenders. Yeah. Or we're talking about future President Trump slash President Carson. This is um, one of those, like, time travel things. Like, right. send us a sign. Yeah. Through the microphone. <laughs> we have a microphone that is also a magical time traveling device. Yeah, so if you just speak into your Bluetooth microphone right now. That, is that, can... that's what happens in the future. We all have Bluetooth microphones. Yeah, but our microphone can hear their microphone. Oh, that's how it works? Yeah, Doc, oh, Bra- okay. Doc Brown invented it. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Um, so this is the only way that we can stop the American National Party from gaining power uh, in the future. There you go. The dystopian future that I just created. That's, I, I'm down. I'm down <laughs> to stop the dystopian future through our podcasting. <laughs> and like, what if like you got a, a message and somebody was like, I'm from the future. In 300 years, things will be really shit. You have to help. I'd be like, oh, I got a lot to do. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'd be like, it's just going to be easy, or is this going to be some kind of, like, adventure? Yeah. I'm supposed to, like... It's like a butterfly wing thing, and you're saying, like, you know, can you go... Right, like, empty the dishwasher an yeah, hour a little earlier. earlier. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, yeah, I'm do that. that. Yeah. But if you're from the future, and you're like, okay, what you need to do is yeah. quit your job... Sell all your possessions. Yeah, that's... Move to New York. Wait 10 years waiting outside this building for somebody to show. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm out. 
To be honest, nope. even like just going to the shop and buying something extra, I probably wouldn't do yeah, in true. the moment. If it was, yeah. Go fund a Kickstarter. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, God, that would be awful. No, but you could do it from your house. It's true, but I don't want to... What if it's a really <laughs> shit Kickstarter? What if you're like, I don't see how this is going to save the world? Wait, Michael, I clearly just had the best idea for a word set fundraiser. <gasps> we'll randomly call people, claim to be from the future, <laughs> and tell them that they have to help fund word set. Or... Oh my God. This, yeah, is, this is perfect. This is an amazing plan. Wait, but these people in the future can hear our plan right now. But they're in the... F- Future. Are we gonna have to kill them through the microphone now? Maybe. Since they know our... These microphones are pretty magical, apparently. So, I think the plan's watertight. <laughs> I think if I make this out, <laughs> it'll be like scanners, and your head will explode. Uh, Somebody, by of... the way, is on the bus right now, and the person next to them kind of looked at them. Why their headphones <laughs> just made that sound? <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, neighbor of um, of listener. But, okay, just if you're in a city on the bus, just ignore them. Yeah, like they're probably weirder than you. Probably, maybe. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Where do we go after that? No, I don't know. But I, I was, I mean, so I kind of like the idea of um, President Trump. Wait, I mean, so so if you had to make a prediction, okay, this is kind of fun. Yeah. You make a prediction now. What the race is going to be? I think it's going to be Ben Carson versus. Hillary. Really? Yeah. Okay. I see. So Hampton's family leans Republican. <laughs> um, I've been in. I've been surprised that when they spoke to us, they were they they pretty much said I'm not really keen on any of the candidates, um, which seems to be in contrast with most Democrats I know who are like, oh, totally behind Hillary. Actually, I'd really like Bernie, but you know whatever. Um, I. After seeing last time's Republican race, and, you know, it was like, oh, Romney's the safe bet, but, oh, what about Santorum, and, oh, what about Perry, and all that. They didn't have a chance. Sorry, looking back on it, they didn't have a chance. For a while, it was like Santorum was leading the polls, Perry's leading the polls. I think it's just going to be Bush Bush Clinton, Uncle and Bush Clinton. Um, Because I think, although Jeb's super low right now, I think all these crazies will drop off. And it'll just be Bush Clinton. Yeah, but, okay, I don't... Carson is crazy, but he's crazy the way that the majority of Republican voters are. Mm. Like, he doesn't really have policies that are outside of what most Republicans think is a good idea. So flat taxes, that's been around for a long time. Most Republicans think it's a good idea. Uh, Uh, Being gay is a choice. Obviously, pretty, pretty Republican. It does, yeah. Um... Um, and and the thing is, like the, there are young Republicans. Like there's definitely conservative people who are young. They don't just get old, um, but they tend to be less active. Hmm. Um, so I feel like during these initial thing, like, sorry, young Republicans or young conservatives are going to disagree with a lot of what he's doing. Yeah, but I don't know if they are as motivated voters. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I always I always forget Ben Carson's policies because whenever he's on, he's just a little bit. I mean, so so Ben Carson, I'm, I'm sure everyone knows, but he's a neurosurgeon, very well respected neurosurgeon, who uh, is now running for president. Has no political experience, much like Trump. Um, 
And I always forget how crazy some of his opinions are, and then I just go on Wikipedia and I'm like, oh, right, yeah, yeah. He, he's, you know, he's claimed that evolution isn't real and, you know, a ton of stuff like that. Um, but you're moderate to... Like, he can appeal to moderate uh, conservatives and he can appeal to hmm. uh, extreme conservatives. Yeah. And he's a bit anti-establishment. Well, Trump. right, so obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of his... And he's African-American, so Republicans... Any African-American that's a Republican... Like Republicans want to not look racist, mm. um, so and like he says, Ben Carson says the most racist shit. Oh yeah, he's terrible, terrible. So like, and you're like, oh okay, so you got. He's like, oh you know, just lots of black people are lazy. Like yeah, he'll say stuff like that, and you're like, what? Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. If if only we just gave him more responsibility, and Republicans are like, yes, finally, yeah, finally a minority speaking up saying that you know we shouldn't care about, yeah. Like, I feel like he issues. like like he could fall into kind of log cabin Republican kind of style things, mm. you know, uh, log like, cabin. A, like a gay candidate who's just like they live disgusting lifestyles. Right, they should like, you know pretend they're straight and marry a woman. Yeah, that's what all proper gay people should do. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a sensitive topic for us to take a stance on, but he it definitely is. takes. No, some, yeah, yeah. Like it's not. Yeah, he does not. Well, I mean, I, I think the African-American community... I mean, he can't win. No. No. Um, uh, like, I, the African-American community would not vote for him. Yeah. Uh, just I, because I see that he's got... He, his opinions are not in line with... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think what almost any African-American would think. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's lost the gay vote. He could have a Latino vote in some maybe. aspects. Like, maybe. I mean, he just hasn't necessarily done any... He's not as tough on immigration quite... Like as a, yeah. uh, I saw an interesting thing about um, how Trump's things have been uh, changing the discussion about. Um, sorry, my brain. Uh, justice reform stuff. Hmm. So apparently, like in the Senate recently and in the House, they've actually been able to like both like Grover Norquist and some other like conservative, uh, and I think Carl Rove and stuff were like agreeing with what the democrats have been pushing for a while which is to like drop minimum sentencing oh really drop uh like three strikes policy yeah three strikes policy to drop um like uh sorry the like like minor drug offenses and stuff the incarceration rates too high kind of thing like stop getting people and so it was like looking like this was about to pass and then now and and a lot of the um uh, sorry candidates were you know, not way outside of saying stuff like this. Because hmm. it costs tax money, right? Keeping right, somebody right, in prison costs true. a yeah, lot yeah, yeah, of yeah. tax money. So yeah. that's why uh, Norquist is like, you know, I want less taxes. Right. No, we- I, f- I feel like it fits into a very Republican agenda. Yeah. Um, but then Trump has been pushing this super law and order shit. Yeah. And it's been working. So then they were quoting that basically all the other candidates in order to respond to him really. have shifted their language. And then this article I was reading was basically like, well, Trump's kind of won on this point because even if he doesn't get elected, because he just changed mm-hmm, how, mm-hmm. like, he changed the whole dialogue. Yeah. Um, and I totally get it. And so now I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I was really excited about yeah. finally maybe not incarcerating the most yeah. number, the highest percentage of our citizens yeah, yeah. of any country in the world. Well, um, I think maybe North Korea is above, but yeah. I accept your point. Um, yeah, and I'm also really interested. 
obviously, both me and Hampton are going to hate watch this debate, hate watch the shit out of it. Um, I'm and walk was, away at points and be like, I yeah, can't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't. Even. That happened with the last one. We were actually on the cruise ship. I think we talked about this, and I had to mute it at number number of points. Um, I'm really excited to see how Trump interacts with Fiorina. Um, so Carly Fiorina, the only female candidate, I yep. believe, in the yep. Republican race right now. Yep. Um, uh, you know, so obviously Trump has been accused of um, misogyny and extremely sexist remarks, and kind of there's obviously you don't want to come up. So I I bet his team is trying to say. Okay, you don't want to come across as an asshole. And I've heard him say, I'm not going to pull any punches just because she's a woman. Um, and so... I don't think he cares. His no, team doesn't care. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Uh, I don't think they do. No, maybe not. It, I mean, I feel like they... Sh- I feel like... Um, yeah, I don't know. So they will be really interesting. I mean... I love the description that Trump's campaign is tapping into the id of the Republican Party. Mm. Um, and a lot of that id includes, why do we have to be so sensitive to people? I'm oh, tired right. of being sensitive to Sorry, people. I hate the... Um, so it seems like most of his popularity comes from, yeah. uh, like, this country's become too PC, or like... Yep. Um, and that's why I don't think... And he's not gonna... I, he's not... Okay, the people who say, I don't want to have to be PC... That brigade, I feel, are pretty, uh, well, conservative for want of a better word, but very, um, uh, very old-fashioned, maybe. And I feel like part of that is also uh, being decorous in certain situations. So I feel like hmm. there's, if you're mean to a woman, I feel like, then it's like, oh, that's, you know, you should treat her like a lady. You should treat her with respect. It's true. Like. I feel like the PC got mad crowd is really just pissed they can't be racist rather than actually like wanting to be able, you know, actually believing you should be able to say whatever you but want. We have things like, uh, or what he said to Kelly, whatever name is. Kelly, Kelly. no, Megan no, Kelly. Yeah. Megan Kelly, sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, it implying was, it was she a, was on her period. It, but, I, okay, in his defense, let me never say those words again, but it was an implication. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't 100% that statement sorry he said he said she was she was so angry she was bleeding from her eyes and probably bleeding from wherever that's what he said yeah i feel like it's a pretty strong implication no i'm not saying that's what he meant wait he he didn't literally say she is on her period no but but that that crew that's trying to say stuff like that is like oh well if it's like kind of unintended you can't be so sensitive like you could interpret this two ways and you have to go the way that assumes that somebody's not being horrible um yeah. i think that's the like oh because there's a lot of like yeah like is is implicit bias bad itself or mm. something like well there was recently a atlantic article that i was reading today that was oh, right. minorly infuriating um well and i don't even know in what way like, it, it was just overall... So, I didn't actually read this article, so you'll have to explain. I mean, I couldn't quite get to what the point that the person was making yet, but they were highlighting... So, apparently there's... So, Oberlin is an American university that is okay. known for being very left. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think. I'm pretty sure. That was always my impression. Okay. Oberlin? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
and that there's a Tumblr that like five people at the school run called Oberlin Microaggressions. And it's for students who have experienced any microaggressions, mm-hmm. uh, which for listeners who might not know what that is, it's kind of any unintentional or small slight mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, is an indicator that you're being not fairly treated. Mm-hmm. So uh, some guy who was on a football or head of the president of a football club, uh, there like the intramural, emailed somebody to ask, you know, like, oh, are you going to the Latino Speakers Summit tonight? Or, or I heard you were. It looks like it's going to be great. But if you're not, you should come play some football with us and spelled it F-U-T-B-O-L. Um, and so that got posted as a thing Mm. and she wrote a very angry response saying like i don't need your validation that the speaker looks good like you as white male shouldn't tell me that the speaker is good um and then football you can't use like you don't play football football you play football and you white guys don't know how to play and i have no intention of playing with you again and Mm. you're always hogging the ball and whatever there's like this long list and like um yeah, it was, and so the whole th- thread was getting posted, hmm. and yeah, and it, it was kind of this, like, uh, it's an interesting article about uh, how our society used to be based on, if a, if a slight was done, it would end in a duel or hmm. fights, yeah. and then we kind of switched to an honor-based system, hmm. uh, which uses the methods of, if you dislike somebody, you kind of disengage from them, yeah. you ignore them. Uh, you, or maybe you try to, like, ignore what happened and for, forget about it. Mm. Um, and then they were kind of trying to compare, like, how that system is transmuted into the modern age. Yeah. Into, um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to get hate for my opinion on that. I mean, <laughs> I, I, reading the Tumblr that was written by the people who were trying to make the point, this was not... Yeah. Like, just, you can click on, like, it was there. I, I, the oberlinmicroaggressions.tumblr.com, and it's mm. right at the top. I mean, it seems pretty crazy. Yeah. Like, it didn't seem... I mean, yeah, there's this whole, like, duel that happens of, like, can you... Am I allowed to judge that, or, like, mm. how? But I'm like... Ugh. Yeah, I start getting into the whole, like... It makes me think, like... You know, if it's 50-50 chance that you know looks like the speaker is great is you trying to colonize or uh, i don't know like appropriate appropriate or like it's tough it's like how you read that and you're like okay you can't be perfect (laughs) like like i would write that email like i would i'm I'm like does that mean i'm a racist or Hmm. like i i don't know and then i'm like but just saying it sounded like the talk was going to be good Uh, just seems like a meeting as a human not yeah uh now okay my actual read of that particular situation uh and by the way only got halfway through the article i was waiting for their continued discussion of what their theory was on Hmm. because we see this happen a lot on the internet Hmm. um you know every every day on my twitter uh yeah i think it's tough to figure out what is and what is not okay i don't know i think we're in a conf- 
confusing time, or at least I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, Obama came out today about it. Um, about what? Well, he was saying that uh, he came out saying that so a lot of universities have put in very strict speech rules. Mm. Um, and so his thing was that we go to university to hear points we disagree with and learn how to yep. work through those and get around them. Mm. Um, not to, to set the discussions. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, it, it's, that's definitely a statement. I, I don't think I, full, I, I mean, I guess I agree with his textual statement. I don't yeah. know if it fully applies to, I can think of lots of things that aren't appropriate speech at schools. Right. Um, but you know, it is a, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough question. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I find that weird. I, I mean, I definitely appreciated experiencing points of view that weren't my own at university and, and meeting people who were different from me and, um, and so on. And I do kind of, yeah, it's, it's funny. So if, if you're listening, you probably know that we went through a pretty stressful time about like, two years ago um, on the internet and, you know, got hate mail, death threats, all that kind of stuff. And certain aspects of that still, yeah. if someone brings up certain things, I feel I get, you know, almost a, you know, just in- incredibly reflexive wave of anxiety um, and certain things about that i understand where trigger warnings come from yeah and then on the other hand i understand how bizarre my quote-unquote triggers are so javascript or the inventor of javascript or like you know any any kind of weird thing like that i you know immediately get a wave of anxiety it's like okay like i can't control these ones and i don't want to there are certain things that i can't control and so it's learning to deal with that i guess um obviously ours is a different situation than a lot of what trigger warnings are about but But yeah i mean there's some clear things that for some people yeah you know i mean there's definitely topics to avoid yeah um because it's more than one person right right um no i mean i feel like the sorry that specific situation i i feel i think whoever wrote that's probably been going through a tough time in school Mm. like i'm thinking there's a lot of personal stuff behind that yeah um well i mean obviously the point of microaggression is that a number of small microaggressions uh build to something bigger right the idea is that you see or you experience microaggressions hundreds of times a day and it's not any one particular one that you can say well this situation this is what is really really bad right it's a culmination of all of them right yeah yeah the what <laughs> wait the like sorry and then it's almost the straw that broke the camel's back in this situation i haven't read the article but i can imagine if every day you're like you're, I, I i yeah i don't know the situation but if every time you're you're said like oh you must be going to the latino speakers thing and then your friend is like, oh, well, did you enjoy the new Latino film that came out? Or the new, you know, But if whatever. somebody was like, oh, are you going to the gay conference on campus hmm. tonight? And if you're not, you should join us for some football. Yeah. We'll be wearing short shorts. 
or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think like what is kind of offensive, but would right. be like stereotypical. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I guess that's a microaggression. And I mean, I know that I'm pretty confident and you know at yeah. a pretty privileged level. But I mean, I, I wouldn't really particularly like. I'd be like, uh, kind of like I wouldn't think that was super appropriate. Hmm. But I, I don't know. I just. I mean, I can only talk for my own perspective. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's enough, but I mean, uh-huh. sorry, I'm part of a minority that can get me killed lots of places in the world. That's true. Including places in my own country. So yeah. I have some ability to, to talk. Like, yeah. and I guess there's microaggressions all the time about being gay, but I don't, I don't know. I just, and maybe it's, it's, it's certainly my privilege that I'm allowed to, man, this is a really fun Yeah, I know, right? Really fun. Um, really fun. We like to keep it really, really light, really enjoyable. Fun. I hope you. I hope you've had a good day. We started with. We started with fucking in the navel. We did start with fucking in the navel. And then, yeah. What what happened? Now now we're to microaggressions, <laughs> like trying to solve all the social ills of the world. Pretty much. Uh, and uh, I will end this with probably saying on this topic we've fucked up multiple times. Yes. Definitely. And whatever. We'll do better next yeah. time. Try and do better. Well, that's all you can that's all you do, can right? Do. Yeah. Um, do, do you have something fun to end on? I'm trying to think. Um, what is a fun thing? A fun thing is. Puppies? No. Puppies. Uh, windmills. Windmills are fun? I think a windmill's really cute. Okay, the only cultural things I have about windmills are the Netherlands. And it's where your your parents take your their puppies for Oh, that's kennel. true, actually. My parents do walk their dogs um, around a windmill. It's a bladeless windmill, though, so I don't really know what its purpose is. It's just like a stone Yeah, it, no, it's, it, it, it literally looks like a windmill that's ta- had its blades taken off. Um, yeah, they, they walk around a windmill. I also think of the end of Frankenstein, which... Hmm. Is that where you joust with a... He jousts No! On his horse. Oh, actually, that's the other, yeah. Don, Don, Don Quixote. Quixote. Okay, so those are the three, top three windmill cultural associations. Clogs. Right, the Dutch, Frankenstein, and Don Quixote. Do you want to do your Dutch accent? No, because it's pretty much the same accent as now, but instead of saying S, I do sh. Okay. So, uh, let's go see a movie. See a movie. That's pretty good. It's, uh, yeah, pretty good. Anyway, tweet at us with your favorite windmill associations, and uh... Uh, but don't tweet us about your opinion microaggressions. No. Cause... Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Get Sorry. To back. Oh, I didn't uh... mean to. I didn't mean to. Okay. I'm sorry for the person on the bus just looked at you again. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, I guess worst case, you can just tell us that you hope we lose our microphone at some point. <laughs> That is the harshest thing anyone can say. to the show. The one thing we've got going is that we have... Somebody was like, uh, you should get better microphones. and Because well, last episode had some audio oh, issues. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, and they're like, oh, we could get like this type and that. And then I'm like, but then we'd be like, we have microphones. Mm. We'd have microphones. to totally change the name of the show. Yeah, we would. Anyhow, well, whatever you're doing, I hope your day is more fun than this podcast was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good night. Good night.